Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. From the early evening till the break of day. So step this way and let your mind be free. And by the way, welcome to the party. Well, my name's Kid Rock, I'm a Capricorn. And Detroit City's where I was born. When I was young, I knew I'd always be a super live body rocking MC. TNT, I'm dynamite and I'm a rock. that he worked Goo Goo Gaga into a rhyme. Goo Goo Gaga, I got a lot of. Uh, so I saw somewhere he's he's doing this hip-hop record, and his son, I guess, is a is a rapper, hip-hop artist or whatever. So he shared a picture of them uh, filming the video for supposedly like a, he referred to it as a straightforward hip-hop song that he recorded with his kid. So I'll be curious to hear what all that sounds like. And of course, Kid Rock is coming to the amp just yeah. in time as yeah. people are starting to drop their vaccine mandate. Yeah, damn so. right, because if they don't, he won't be here. Here we go. I'm going to rock it up high, then rock it down low from the floor to the ceiling to the living room. John's Joints, where John reads news stories, enlightens us a little bit. I'm going to play lullaby versions of popular songs underneath it. The one, two, three, three to two, one. Don't stop me now. I've just begun. Only stayed in that lane of making fun music for all types yeah. of people to enjoy. You, but but here, you know the thing. Sadly, I don't even know. Like that doesn't have a place anymore. Oh no! Like that doesn't. I mean, especially a fifty-something-year-old white dude. Well, actually, I mean, <laughs> Eminem may be proving different, but right. you know, it was just different. It was it was just different. And, and he, I don't know. It was either nothing or do that. I guess. And, yeah, and, and you know, as much as we may be different philosophically and ideologically. I respect the authenticity. Like he's he's staying true to himself, I think. And uh well, I mean, I will say this. It it is at this point maybe risky and you're doing it for nobody but yourself when you know that your hardcore, you know, what's paying the bills, the bread and butter is the is the right leaning, let's go Brandon country type stuff, but yet you say I'm about to I'm about to do a hip hop album, which I'm sure some of the you know the the themes may be the same. Yeah, but you know not everybody's open to that, and he just kind of says, uh, okay, I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah, and I'm not one of those like uh, keep politics out of music uh, kind of guy because I, I respect when artists have passion one way or the other. It's just that uh, you know Kid Rock. That that new track, especially that "Let's Go Brandon" track. Yeah, sa- uh, sadly, I could not. Uh, I thought about getting into the lab and just editing it myself so we could play it, uh, but it's just a little too aggressive uh, to even do so. Is it uh, ever? We the people is. Uh, yeah, it, it, and it's like three verses of 
you pussies who wear masks and believe yeah. in vaccines, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and yeah. then the last verse is, uh, let's all get together and, and ride on this unity train. Well, I think you can have it both. It's just, first, you got to stop being a pussy and take off the mask, and then we can all get together and be friends. I mean, I think it's pretty clear what he's trying to do, and... You know, I can't say he's not onto something. Who's bringing us yeah. this? John? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we can have unity as long as you believe in what I believe in. <laughs> Is that so wrong? I mean, isn't that what we all want? Uh, John's joins me. Let me pause for a bit. I don't want. I don't want my statements to be tied to anybody, <laughs> any, any others. Man, I hate wearing glasses, John. Yeah, I imagine you do, and I used to wear glasses too. Uh, I tried contacts a few times even, but I just couldn't stick my finger in my eyeballs. Uh, but now I don't have to worry about any of that because of Uptograph laser vision and the GOAT, Dr. Uptograph. We're so lucky to have this man uh, who is a legend in his field right here in our backyard. The first doctor to ever even do LASIK in Asia, the third ever in the United States of America. And I don't I don't ever want to know, nor will I ever find out uh, what other places are like, but I can still guarantee you this was the best because I was blown away the ease uh, of the entire experience. They were so kind. I felt no pain. I went home, took a long nap and woke up with better than 2020 vision and have had it ever since with no issues at all. And right now they want to uh, offer bone listeners a thousand dollars off LASIK and the consultation is free. So give them a call 727-551-2020. And you can even book online at LASIK, the number four me.com. So I wanted to try and bring, I thought this would be good for a joint to talk about here. Uh, but it's tied to an Instagram story, and I don't, um, I don't have service in here. But I can give, you, I can give you the, uh, I can give you the cliff notes of the stuff I was telling you uh, before the show. Yeah, about the, uh, the 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 Tampa Bay tidbits. Yeah. So I've got a buddy. His name is Butch. He's uh, he he lives on a boat uh, in the Tampa Bay area, and he just knows so much stuff about St. Pete, Tampa, and everything. And he started doing these Tampa Bay tidbits on his social media, and he dropped one last night that literally blew my mind that talked about a whale graveyard what? at Fort DeSoto where, first of all, I didn't even know, uh, I didn't even know that there were a bunch of whales ever coming ashore, but I guess whales have come ashore in the Fort DeSoto area that they, that they buried it on, on the far end of Fort DeSoto. A whale graveyard. And then, I didn't know this, and this is, the, the year is what I'm really curious in. Butch, if you're out there, you could call and tell us the real story. Um, but, um, there was a sperm whale. That's not a joke. There was a sperm whale, a big old sperm whale, that that came ashore in Madeira Beach. And it said, and, and according to his findings, they never even uh, found out what exactly killed it, but they towed it. They wrapped it up and towed it to Fort DeSoto to then put it in the whale graveyard. I don't know how many how many whales are in the graveyard, but... That's a fun fact that I bet you didn't know about the Tampa Bay area, specifically Fort DeSoto. There is a whale graveyard there, and shout out to Butch for telling me that. I had no idea. Yeah. And I I mean, I love whales. I love whales. I want to see a whale. I want to see a... Uh, I want to see um, uh, a sperm... Or no, not a sperm whale. Uh, a right? No. A, a humpback? No. Whale shark. Those things are crazy. Cool looking and patterns. You can see them off the coast of uh, Anaheim. Island. They say that. Yeah. Do they do a whale shark tour? We should find out. Dude, some of that water down there in the Anaheim Island area is just yeah. uh, is just crazy. Okay, now that I got everybody feeling good and uh, you know talking about wildlife and stuff, Drew, you brought it up last week. What is going on uh, with murder suicides? Uh, you talked about a neighborhood uh, where multiple happened in just the span of a few days, uh, but there has just been a rise of them in the state of Florida and everywhere. And sadly. Um, it, 
one playing out this morning uh, right up the road on 275. A Riverview man shot himself and his wife near the Ellington Outlet Mall after reports of shots fired on I-75 in the early morning hours of Wednesday. Florida Highway Patrol have confirmed Gregory Smalls, who's 31, died by suicide. And his wife, a 28-year-old who has not been identified, is in serious condition after being shot multiple times. So he he didn't fully adhere to the Drew Garabo murder suicide handbook, but if she lives, he will have he will have done better than most. Uh, hopefully, she'll pull through. At 4:40 p.m. Tuesday, state troopers responded to a report of a shooting at State Road 574 northbound exit ramp off I-75 in Hillsborough County. Smalls was driving in a white Honda Pilot, and he forced a black Infinity driven by his wife off the road into a ditch. Smalls exited his vehicle and fired several shots into his wife's car. He then forced her out of her vehicle uh, into in, into his and started driving southbound toward Ellington Premium Outlets. So he essentially ran her off the road, kidnapped her, and then drove uh, towards Ellington to the outlets. Deputies from Manatee and Hillsborough counties looked for Smalls overnight and found him in a line of trees near the outlet mall. At 2 a.m., a gunshot was heard near Smalls. He was found dead by the Manatee County SWAT team, and his wife was taken to a hospital to be treated. She okay? Uh, serious condition. Oh, uh, serious condition. God. After being shot multiple times. Lee. Crazy times out there. Are these times making people crazy? Yes. Okay. Without a shadow of a doubt. I just think, and you know, it's tough in Florida because I I like to say that everything feels different here, but I just think that for some people, it's harder than ever to see the bright side. And I I know there's deep uh, mental health issues that come along with that, but depending on what's going on in your life, and and, and it can be all around you if you allow it to be. The the negative and the scary things, it can be as simple as going to the store and feeling like you can't afford groceries for your family. All of those things, I think every little thing piles up, and for some they go, I can't find the bright side anymore, so I'm going to take out people and myself. So I've been seeing online, and, and I don't have any breaking news or anything significant on Russia. Uh, the war was scheduled for today. Uh, hasn't popped off yet. I think they're even behind us, so they may have even missed the deadline of the war. But a lot of people saying uh, that that if you're curious why the United States wants you to go look over here at Russia and Ukraine, the secret is it's don't look at what's going on in Canada. And it's getting, it is getting pretty crazy and I know we're not Canadian and I don't know how much we're supposed to fight for the people of Canada or care, uh, but it's still pretty wild. Our neighbors to the north and it's getting even weirder. Ottawa's police chief resigned on Tuesday after failing to restore order in the Canadian capital during 19 days of unrest. A day after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked a sweeping act in which critics says uh, was pretty much martial law. Uh, uh, Peter Slawley, who had led Ottawa's police since 2019, was known for his extremely progressive reform agenda, but this week admitted defeat as residents of the city complained about his handling of the Freedom Convoy and the anti-vaccine mandate pro- uh, protest. Truck drivers have been parked in the city center since January 27th, demanding an end to Trudeau's vaccine mandate. They have said they will remain until the mandates are lifted, despite over 90% of Canadians already being vaccinated. It's so funny because the will of the people should mean something everywhere. I know that it doesn't mean as much everywhere, but I've, I've, I've leaned to the point where I go... 
well, you got to get out of the road. People are trying to, to live their life. When do we start looking at it the other way and going, why doesn't this government loosen the reins and listen to the people? It, I mean, the first, and that's that's even in my own mind, who I, I think I'm a, I try to think things out, and my first thought is, okay, it's gone too far. When really, you should go, why aren't we listening to the people? <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, since the onset of this demonstration, uh, I have done everything possible to keep this city safe and to put an end to the unprecedented and unforeseeable crisis. This coming uh, from the police chief who stepped down, uh, it, it doesn't seem to be getting any better. But uh, Trudeau has made it clear uh, that he can freeze up your bank accounts with no warning, no law needed. Uh, they've even got uh, some videos right now going around police. If Police are going to the homes of people who are openly supporting the protest on social media. So it is, uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's wild. Trudeau on Monday invoked a rarely used statute, which is the Emergency Act, in an effort to bring protest to an end. Under uh, the temporary powers, mass gatherings are banned and freedom of movement limited. Uh, critics have likened it to martial law. Mm. So tough times crazy things up there and then i've been reading that they're uh, allegedly headed to dc yeah I, I i maybe they're taking time to uh get it all together but i don't know maybe maybe the uh the united states truck drivers would ra- rather be out there making money because that's the other thing too all of these guys and correct me if i'm wrong they've got to be missing their money like how can you this is going on we're going on like a month now yeah so while they could be trucking loads and dropping loads all over the world uh they're they're fighting for something and that's commendable but Maybe there's something to be said for Americans are less likely to stop making money to to, to go fight for their cause. Yeah, good point. Uh, man, we have not talked about this yet, and I don't know how because it's uh, it's pretty astonishing uh, what is happening with Novak Djokovic, uh, who is oh. now pretty much saying, "I'm willing to miss I'm, I'm willing to miss tournaments and not play." If it means I have to get the vaccine. Majors, speaking, too. Yeah, speaking exclusively to the BBC, he said missing competitions such as the French Open over his jab status was the price I'm willing to pay. In his own words, the 20-time Grand Slam winner was deported from Australia last month after the government canceled his visa um, in, in, in a fight over his vaccine status. Uh, Djokovic described the conditions while he was detained as very hard. He said he had not spoken out in the media at the time despite wanting to as he wanted to respect the legal process of the Australian Open. The world's number one tennis men's tennis player also said uh, he should not be associated with the anti-vax movement but supported an individual's right to choose. Look, this is his decision to make. He's not. He says he's not anti-vax. He just doesn't yeah. want to be forced into yeah. getting a vaccine. Well, I, I don't. I I agree with him. I just do think that you're not being. You can say that, and maybe you'll appease to some people, but you're you're also just not being aware of the climate in the world right now. True. Where you don't you don't get the luxury of saying I'll give up everything I ever fought for to not get vaxxed, and then say I'm not vaxxed though. It's it, it's very similar, and there was a little more drama because he lied with what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Like I don't think Aaron Rodgers wanted to be the face of the anti-vax movement in sports, and he kind of just became a troll to it because that was the role he was pushed into. It's just you can't have an opinion that is the opposite of someone else without being pushed to the farthest extreme of that opinion. Right. So he's now, you know, no different than uh, those out there in their trucks fighting against vaccine orders in Canada. He's, he's one and the same. Except he's doing it on the tennis court. Yeah. Or not. This story is absolutely tragic. And, and you know, I'm, I'm somebody who, who would honestly say, 
I can hear it coming out of my mouth. Uh, well, you know, if, if if there were more good people with guns to defend uh, innocent people, then maybe that could that could help in certain situations. And those stories do happen when somebody is attacked or maybe a mass shooter is stopped before it can happen because there's an, another person with a gun. Uh, this shows you that's not always the case, and it's in the most tragic form possible. A nine-year-old girl was accidentally shot in the head and killed by a robbery victim who was trying to hit his attacker after being held at gunpoint at an ATM. Arlene Alvarez, who was sitting in a truck near where the shots were fired in southeast Houston on Monday, uh, later uh, passed at the hospital. Her father, Armando Alvarez, told reporters she had been on life support for a period of time. Um, She was sitting in the backseat of the truck and wearing headphones when the shooting started. When we were getting shot at the first time and I told him to get down, uh, she was the only one who didn't get down. She didn't hear me because she had uh, her her headphones on. So it's, you know, it's I understand the theme, like I said, but in the heat of the moment, I don't think you can expect any Joe Schmo to be a marksman. You know, first of all, you're dealing with the stress of just having been the victim of a crime. And now you're trying to hit a moving target. You know, not everybody is, uh, you know, Jason Bourne out there can just pick people off or uh, Jesse from uh, from from Gemstones either, who finally got his shot in. He he cannot shoot. Dude, that uh, that that was a wild ending to that, that too, with the kid going. uh, Spoiler alert. I love that. What a badass. That's going to bring the family together. Cattle prod the spokes. Uh, So just 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 a reminder that if you even if you um, if you've been the victim of a crime, you know, shooting out uh, and, and shooting someone, if, especially if you're not in severe danger, not always the best option. Uh, Charles Bronson and Clint Eastwood in the movies, vigilante justice always works in their favor. Yeah. In real life, it's going to be difficult to land that shot. I think you meant Bruce Willis. Death Wish. I'll right? stand by what I said. Oh, yeah, Death, Death Wish was Charles Bronson. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of him, but Bruce... Uh, Do you believe in Jesus Christ? <laughs> you're about to meet him. Complete Goodbye. side note. Yeah. What happened to Bruce Willis? I don't know. You know, they like created a uh, they created a category for the Razzies at him because he had so many bad movies oh. all in one year. Like, how do you go from being the face of big budget action films to yeah. doing anything and them all being bad? But he didn't have a cancelable offense. Like, there's not. Oh. I don't think anybody could put their finger on why Bruce Willis is no longer a big deal. It's a good question. I don't know. He hasn't done anything per se. Yeah. I think he's just really difficult to work with, according to Kevin Smith. Uh, he oh, hated him. Oh, I remember him. that. On I Cop Out, I think they did. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. So maybe that caught up to him. Maybe if you're a dick to so many people, eventually in Hollywood, you're not going to get to do gigs anymore. Uh, some interesting numbers. Uh, St. Pete, uh, at least in the state of Florida, is ground zero for the housing crisis. Mm. And now the, the, some numbers uh, back it up. A recent study shows rent in St. Pete jumped uh, almost 30% in 2021, which this next statistic, when you think of it, when you think of all the other places, when you think of New York City, when you think of everywhere in California, uh, even some of the other spots where people are moving to in the mountains, it is the third highest increase in the country right here in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, the city of St. Pete released the data from the study done at the Harvard Kennedy School. It shows that half of the city's renters pay more than 30% of their income towards housing. Another 11% of homeowners uh, and 23% of renters spend over half their money on housing. What? So will this just be? Will this just become a rich person's place? Like, was that what? Is that yeah. where it's happening? Yeah, it will be nothing but rich people and a bunch of homeless people because the the option for people to live here who are anywhere in the middle uh, is becoming few and far between. Uh, there is a protest um, uh, 
being scheduled for this weekend in downtown, or I'm sorry, uh, it is uh, tomorrow at 5 p.m. where uh, they will be gathering in downtown St. Pete uh, to protest the rising housing or the the, the housing crisis in St. Pete. Nothing will change it. No, but they'll protest. They'll protest. But I mean, uh, the, the, the city themselves, you know, refused to do anything last week because the numbers just don't add up. What needs to be happening for it to be considered a crisis is sadly way down the road. So, yeah. Uh, so not only, man, I really, I really have to wonder, and I don't think that there's any of this going through Matthew Stafford's mind, but I really have to wonder if, if Matthew Stafford, who's all buzzed up right now at the parade, looks out over that piss poor crowd uh, in, in L.A. and thinks to himself, I did it, but these people don't even care. This city doesn't even care. And, and I left a city that wrapped its arms around me so tight. And if you need more proof of that, uh, the numbers are out for which cities watched the Super Bowl the most. And I will just start by giving you this. L.A. doesn't crack the top 10. Uh-oh. L.A., uh, you know, the city which hosted it. L.A., the city whose team was in it, did not crack the top 10. Cincinnati, good to know, sitting at number one. Right behind them in number two, Detroit, Michigan watched the Super Bowl more than any place else uh, in the United States of America, followed by Pittsburgh, Columbus, Kansas City, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Boston, Philly, and Jacksonville, oddly enough. Uh, But but man, just do you think those thoughts go through his mind? Yeah. Well, not not the football ratings, I don't think. I, I don't no, think like just, TV ratings. Just but. when he looks out there and goes, these people really don't care. They they really they really don't care. I mean, yeah. as an entire city, Barstool put out a video where they were just interviewing people all night. Many people saying the first game they watched all season. Many people saying they've never watched a football game in their life. I mean, it's just a it's a completely different vibe when you've come from a city that that you are you are like their own and to a city yeah. that barely even knows that you exist and la is like the number two media market yeah. uh, behind new york yeah so there's no excuse for many people not to watch there really is i was reading an article in uh, the detroit free press this morning it was an editorial piece that said we can dream and it, and, it, and it starts uh it goes down the the line of thinking of what if after 2023 matthew stafford comes back to detroit after dan campbell has built him into a decent team and, and ends his career with one final super bowl run for with detroit Ooh, it's a sexy theory it's a sexy story yeah. um man I, I just don't know if people don't look at the news, if they don't understand what is going on in our world. But the, the, the amount of people that had to be in on this that somehow overlooked what happened, um, it's, it's, it's shocking to me. A Massachusetts Montessori, uh, Montessori school, so I say that yep. right, uh, has apologized and fired a teacher for instructing young children to make and wear blackface masks as a Black History Month project. The incident, which happened in the classroom with toddlers, took place last Tuesday at IC Kids in Newton when one mother, Nadira Peace, uh, Pierce, picked up her children and learned what had happened. She complained and pulled them out of school. This is unacceptable, and I don't really understand the concept of this project, the mother said. IC Kids apologized about the incident in a Facebook post, uh, which drew criticism, then posted a statement on a window at the facility um, safety concer- uh, <laughs> saying that the school had to close over safety concerns, <laughs> uh, hearing of protests happening. Hey, how unplugged and how detached <laughs> from reality do you have to be to, to, to go through the process and never think once, not this just is this is bad, this is going to get me fired immediately. Right. Yeah. Toddlers, dude. Like, toddlers. And I mean, they are, um, 
I don't. There's not a right way uh, to make a black face mask for a toddler, but what they did here is the worst way that you can do it. I mean, they. It's the most bizarre thing. They're made on paper plates, and I'm looking at a picture of these kids holding a paper plate blackface in 2022. And a teacher stupid enough to not realize that she was going to lose her job over it. Uh, I get you're trying to teach a lesson, but it's you're trying to teach it to toddlers in the worst way possible. Wait until they're like in middle school, you know, and don't put blackface on them. Yeah, just I mean, and no, and just at one, I just think that at some point, as you look down at the small children and they've got black markers and they're just drawing the whole paper plate black, that the thought doesn't go through your mind. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna just let me let me grab these real quick, kids. I think I think we're gonna do something different today. This might not be a good look. Yeah, you never. Uh, I didn't know that there were people out there actually being cured of HIV. I, I know that there are people that live with it and and, and manage it very very well. Uh, but in what I can only imagine is a major uh, you know step forward uh, in general. The first woman and third person ever has reportedly been cured of HIV after receiving a breakthrough treatment involving a magical umbilical cord blood transplant. That sounds very interesting, uh, very mm. intriguing. Researchers at New York Presbyterian Well Cornell Medical Center in New York led the study and shared their findings. Uh, the past middle-aged woman, I'm sure she appreciates that, uh, who chose not to be identified in the interest of privacy was, was among the first to receive a novel transplant method using umbilical cord blood fortified with a mutation that blocks HIV from entering her cells. My only question would be if they can do this with that, it wouldn't the same general theme be able to be used for other curable things? I was kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, if if you can if you can just make it to block a certain thing. I mean, I, I don't want to simplify things here, but uh, hey, I like I like uh, deadly diseases being uh, you know cured. I'm pro that as well. Yeah, that's a that's a cool thing. Yep. Uh, and man, this is let me just play the audio for you first. It's, okay, it's it, it, it's tough to hear, but man, I also don't know what this person was doing swimming uh, in this area. Oh, someone just got eaten by a shark. Jesus. Big great white. That's a great white. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no is right. A swimmer has died from catastrophic injuries after being viciously attacked by a shark Wednesday off a popular... <laughs> popular beach near Sydney. Emergency crews responded to Buchan Point in Malabar about 4.30 p.m. local time after reports from beachgoers that a great white had attacked a swimmer. Uh, in a statement, unfortunately, this person had suffered catastrophic injuries as a result of the attack, and there was nothing paramedics could do uh, when we arrived to the scene. I, I, I'm i not oh. scared of the uh, I'm not scared of, of the beach. I know a lot Good. of people are worried about it, but I still in a million years don't think that I would be out in an area like this where I knew there were great white sharks. And I'm not trying to victim blame a shark attack victim here, but I also have to wonder, like, why were you out that far in an area where great white sharks live? When you go to the beach in Australia, you you know there are great whites right off the shore. But then again, in Australia, they got like a million different things that can kill you on land and sea. They, everything does seem to want to kill you there. And then lastly, in the lightest news I could find today, I did not know this. And, and I guess it's been news for a while. Uh, if you are a Christmas uh, aficionado and enthusiast. Everybody knows one of the famous, one of the most favorite, a Christmas story. Oh, uh, Peter Billingsley. Yes. Okay. So I guess the news. Brazile. Yeah. I guess last month the news broke. HBO Max is currently developing a sequel, and it feels like it's very uh, almost uh, Cobra Kai esque because they're bringing back 
all of the original castmates, except the ones that are dead, uh, starring original Ralphie actor Peter Billingsley, oh. and now Deadline reporting that four more actors from 1983 in the original cast have joined on. Uh, it is the uh, the bully, uh, the bully man, uh, his 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 little brother. Uh, I had the list. Scott Farkas. Yeah, Scott Farkas. Um, Randy. Oh, yeah, here's the list right here. Uh, it is uh, Ian Petrella, who's, who starred as Randy, Zach Ward, uh, Scott Farkas, uh, Scott Schwartz, who is Flick, and uh, R.D. Robb, who was Schwartz. Scott These- Schwartz got into porn for a while. Oh, he did? Yeah, like, I don't I don't know if he did any porn himself, but I think he appeared in some, like, like as himself. Yeah, this is another one, and I only compare it to Cobra Kai because I think, for the most part, all of these people have been doing nothing since the original film. So to, for HBO to put the money into bringing everybody back, uh, you're leaning a lot on the nostalgia and hoping that that will uh, take you to the promised land. I'll give it a try, but it sounds somewhat uh, concerning. Uh, question, do you still have the Australian audio from the dude with the great white shark? If not, no worries. Yeah, I, I do, I do. Could you play it for me? Because I think uh, this guy sounds really, really familiar to me, and I have a video I'm going to play for you afterwards. <laughs> Am I on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big great white. That's a great white. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Six years ago. Remember this? Hey, baby, slow down. Wait for me. Oh, wow. It's pretty rocky here. Hey. Hey, slow down on the rocks, baby. It's dangerous to dig. Do you remember this? Okay. Uh, Sorry, I forgot there was an F word there. Sounds uh, remarkably similar, though, doesn't yeah, it? I have to say, who's this? 